It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And we are returned from all parts of the world searching for cookie recipes so that you don't have to. That's right. So we should get right into it because, Jill, I know that you went to exotic locations and took on arduous, challenging activities in order to bring us this cookie. Kind of. Kind of um, like hiring a... a Sherpa to go through the Himalayas. <laughs> no, I, I I went camping with my family, uh, We as we do every year on the island of Nantucket with our scout troop. And I thought I would bring you a Nantucket-themed cookie. Excellent. So the arduous uh, tasks that you refer to uh, involved a lot of biking. We bike a lot on the many miles of bike paths that they have there. Yeah, they have beautiful bike paths on Nantucket, I've heard. I've never been there. All that I know is you have to bike and avoid the deer ticks. Oh, they jump out at you. I did get many deer ticks on this trip, too. See, putting your life on the line for Cookie Lab. That's right. Nothing is, is too dangerous for us to bring our listeners exotic cookies. It's true. And the thing that I like to eat there for a treat is fudge from Aunt Leah's Fudge Shop or chocolate-covered cranberries or ice cream at the juice bar. I get a strawberry dark chocolate chip flavor or the red raspberry sorbet at Madiket Millie's. Now, none of these things are cookies. No, but they all could be. So I could could do a whole Nantucket-inspired cookie cookbook, Mm. but instead I turned to the internet and found a person whose website is called Through Her Looking Glass. And she has invented a cookie called the Nantucket Bike Path Cookie. Oh, and I don't apropos. know why. Yeah, I don't know why. It's not. It's like it doesn't have cranberries. It's not particularly. You know, there's a Pepperidge Farm cookie called Nantucket that's a chocolate chip cookie with dark chocolate. Sure, big chunks and this, of This does chocolate. have that. Yeah. yeah. So this is, I feel a little shady about this. This probably should have... I probably should have saved this for chocolate chip cookie month, which is in August, but it sounded so good I had to try it. And I'll be honest with you, it didn't go super well texture wise, which we can discuss. But uh, if possible, I might want to revive it and tweak it for chocolate chip cookie month. We'll have to discuss that offline, perhaps. What do you think? I think we should probably taste it and analyze it and then think about what we what we do next. Okay. So um, I will tell you that it uh, has a lot of butter and it spread a lot. Um, and it also has a bit of a secret weapon ingredient. Oh, really? Yeah. So instead of vanilla extract, it contains cognac, which is fancy. And maybe that's why it's a Nantucket cookie, because some people who come there in the summer are like preposterously fancy. Oh, they're of the cigar and cognac uh yes crowd yes exactly Mm, maybe maybe but i bet they're not on the bike paths they're more on the sail the sailboats right right the yachts yeah and they're not camping and getting a lot of deer ticks no i'm (laughs) they may get deer ticks sitting out in their well manicured yards maybe yeah doing uh, when they have too much cognac and too many cigars and they start rolling down the hills. 
Maybe. <laughs> I have a friend who lives there, and right kind of across the street from them is a large home owned by the person who invented miracle grow Oh. And th- that person imported their lawn. They grew their lawn in Long Island, and it is grass that is resistant to Roundup, and then they moved their lawn to Nantucket. Wow. That is somebody who loves their lawn. So I feel like maybe their lawn probably doesn't have the ticks. Oh, of course not. Yeah, they that would be a tick-free zone. Um, right. They hand out tiny cigars and little glasses of cognac to the to the to, to the ticks. To, Microscopic. To the, yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. But do they have the uh, Nantucket bike path cookies? No. I don't. Because I don't think so. That's a secret between you and the Looking Glass Lady. Yeah. I think and now all of our open. listeners. So. Yep. And I know they're dying to hear us taste them. Okay, let's do it. All right, here we go. It is a light, easily broken chocolate chip cookie. It is craggy, rather flat, but big pieces of chocolate. I personally love the flavor. However, first thing I get is, is salt, but mm. not too much. Next is chocolate and the There's butter. There's something else in there that we did that I didn't mention. What? See if you get one. Oh. Got chocolate. Little taste of the cognac winey flavor. It also has pecans. Oh. Did you chop them tiny? No. No. They're coarse. Oh, yeah. One of my testers didn't believe that there were pecans in it, so I might need to up that. Mm -hmm. I just love the flavor, but the texture is a nightmare. Uh, not, Not texture. The mouth texture is delicious, but on through her looking glass, they look like intact cookies, and my cookies are falling apart couple of my testers said that it was reminiscent of a chocolate croissant okay probably because it's buttery and has dark chocolate yeah i could see that it's kind of flaky it did seem to spread a lot it, it's a very very it sure very did. flat it's not gooey it's more flaky Flaky's not the right word like it's it's but it's airy you think if it spread it would be chewy like mm-hmm. a like a molasses ginger thing but it's not which leads me to believe that it's spread because of the sugar okay looking at this recipe it has more sugar than our classic than the ratio two to two to one this has a a two to two to two it's like equal parts fat flour and sugar i feel like upping the flour might improve it i don't know what do you think i think it's a cookie worth taking into the lab and doing some experimentation now, I'm totally, totally up for this. Now, I know that I have a cookie coming up next week that I am completely unhappy with. Oh, no. <laughs> so maybe we take each other's cookie. Oh, I like it. A little switcheroo. And we switcheroo. You followed the recipe specifically, right? I did. I fi- I find I'm a person who the first time I try something, I pretty much want to do it the way it's intended and yeah. then see if I need to make any changes later. My cookie I immediately changed and I did not follow the recipe. So maybe we'll see what happens and we'll do a, another cookie lab where we revisit our cookies. But that's an awesome idea. But um I have a little bit of science for us on the Oh yes. On the, there are lots of possible science topics. What what have you brought us? I went with cognac. Okay. 
because there's all kinds of things that we love about the science of cooking in cognac. I was mm-hmm. surprised that you didn't say that cognac is a type of twice distilled fortified it wine. It is. It is. To- I learned that and that there's a... First, you take the grapes, and it's certain only certain grapes, right? Super specific. You distill that, and then you get something called eau de vie, which I have a bottle of in my basement for some other recipe. Oh, but really? But then it's not. Then it's not done. Then you distill it again, right? And, the, and it has to be a certain kind of copper still, and then it has to be aged in a certain kind of oak barrel. Only a couple kinds of trees are acceptable. Yes. Is this what you were going to tell it's, us? No, it's highly regulated. It is as much a science as an art to make the cognac. Recently, researchers reporting in the Journal of Agriculture and Food Chemistry identified Mm. a few compounds not previously known to contribute to an aged cognac's complex aroma. Oh, so this very, very, very old beverage tradition that began, I believe, with the Dutch in France, you're telling me there's new, still new discoveries to be had about it. Still new discoveries. And unlike other uh, liqueurs, cognacs are aged for upwards to, of uh, several decades before they're... What? And then they're blended. So how do you have the patience for that? Right. Like there are 50 year old casked cognacs and there's all kinds of interesting things that happen. So the aging process is affected by the compounds from the oak oak barrels, as you said, uh, used to to house the cognac, as well as the evaporation of the alcohol over time. And we know uh, from our drinking of bourbon that that evaporate is called the angel's share we and uh what i didn't know was that the oak barrels of cognac unlike whiskey turn black and the entire room that they are in turns black because the cognac distillate that evaporates feeds a type of bacteria that is unique, that feeds only on that alcohol. Now, Chris, I didn't know that, but I heard um, earlier this year, and you might know this because I believe you are um, a Jack Daniels land baron. Uh, I I am. I, I am a country squire, as we like to re- refer to ourselves. Well, down there in Lynchburg, Tennessee, or wherever it is, everything was turning black, like people's mailboxes and exterior walls of their homes and it had something to do with the with oh, the booze production yeah well that would that would make sense because different types of bacteria and fungus feed off of that so yeah and the 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 air in the in the region that the cognac is uh, stored has a higher percent of alcohol uh, hmm. than anywhere else so is this the happiest place on earth it is must that, be is, the, is that where euro disney is <laughs> well the researchers used some fancy materials like gas chromatography and mm-hmm. olfactometry and mm-hmm. mass spectrometry to separate and smell the various compounds of the distillates as well as to identify and measure them. And they found myriads of compounds that weren't 
too too uh, surprising. But most excitingly, several terpenoids. Oh, that's so exciting. Why is that exciting? Well, because they give wines their floral notes, and they were identified for the first time in cognac. Okay. We previously found terpenoids in agave sweetener used oh. in our chip witch cookies. I remember that. Yeah. So the the some of the same flavors that we have in this chocolate chip cookie that has cognac added to it is are going to be similar to the agave sweetener that we used in our very popular chip witch cookies. Yes. So that's just a little bit of science uh, brought to you by chromatography and olfactometry. And cognac. And cognac. So I look forward to seeing what we can do with this cookie. And actually- So I'm not going to say keep your paws off my cookies. I'm going to say, Chris, please take my cookies. Take my cookie, please. Right? Yeah. But you know that... The through the looking glass lady was saying to pack them in your picnic basket when you go off oh on my your Nantucket bike path, but they would just be. You, you would have crumbs as one and another chips. one of my, as another one of my tasters called it a delicious mess. Yeah, you would you would just have a bag full of things that you could pour into your mouth. <laughs> Maybe an ice cream topping. Oh yeah, great yeah, great ice cream topping. Okay, so... So you're going to take this cookie to your lab. I will take my this cookie to my lab, but only after you taste my cookie from next week. Okay, so I look forward to that. So stay tuned, and we will come back with a cookie from the Arctic Circle. Whoa, awesome! Excellent. All right, see you next week. Okay, see you then. Bye. It's Cookie Lab.